Are we ready for Dubai? I'm so excited. Yes, ma'am. Okay, switching gears. This will definitely be um, part two. So Dubai, we start with the goat episode, which I thought was greatest of all time, but it's a literal goat. Now I know what you're talking about. I fell in love with this goat. I think it's so sweet. I did worry about where she's going to poop all the time. And Lisa looks annoyed as fuck. But I thought it was so sweet. <laughs> and when um, when Ayan says, you know, like, why? And the more episodes I go, the more I love Chanel Ayan. Like, I, I have so many clips for Instagram that are just like things she fucking says. Um, she she is this show this show i'm sorry does not exist without chanel ayan uh she gives it life she gives it life she (laughs) brings the character she brings the humor but she's actually really authentic yes Um, yes um, like when she tells her son no why do you need to make friends i'm the only friend you need to ever have i'm your best friend i laugh so hard because that would be me as a mom like you don't need anybody else but me (laughs) i'm your everything and so she's authentic right in like her in all her sentiments uh when she brought caroline brooks the fucking pot of lemons (laughs) and i did think to myself you didn't take stanberry or anything and she didn't and then they they actually talk about that but going back to that second episode we pick up pick up where the fight ends up um i forget which girl this is but i don't like her she's the one that didn't live in Texas. I think she's the surgeon or the one that does plastic surgery or something like that. I forgot what her business is. Um, but she's the one that's trying to be a therapist. And right off the bat, is it Sarah? Sarah. She's telling her that she, she's telling Brooks that she thinks Ion needs to apologize to Sanberry. The fuck? Why? On, on what planet that woman, Stanberry, like straight up didn't invite me. And then you know, was fine with the ca- casual conversation about it. But like, it's still mean. You still purposely didn't invite me, regardless of who then said what. That's why the fuck would I apologize to someone for not inviting me? That just, I don't even understand that. Um, I was asking if you ask me. But... That was fucking crazy. And then I do love <laughs> Chanel Ayan. So if Sarah's the one that's, quote, more traditionalist, is it what's the other one nina nina she's the one in texas right born in texas yeah and i love how she Shana... wasn't born in texas she no you're right was, she she's moved from to lebanon texas. that's right and then moved to texas you're right you're right she moved to texas but i do love that ayan referred to her as mashed potatoes with no butter <laughs> can die no butter no butter plain <laughs> i just fucking laugh so hard like i fucking love her because that is a very specific type of mashed potato no butter oh man is there anything worse (laughs) what did you think about in this one it's the thanksgiving one um i was just very like i didn't think those dishes the the two women that were like let's do american thanksgiving i didn't find anything american about it except maybe it wasn't right it, it wasn't and the french fries but i was like um 
there's really nothing else that's American about that. So that was that. And then when she brings the goat in, as uh, I don't know, I'm sure other other Latin countries do it, but I don't always want to just like assume. But like when I saw the goat, the Mexican in me was like, oh shit, are they gonna like make birria and like cook this shit on a spigot? You know, like at least it is. Yeah, and the husband was like, "Don't bring a goat to a Jamaican home." <laughs> and then Lisa's like, "Oh yeah," she says, "We're gonna curry him. We're gonna soup, make a soup, everything." I was so sad because I have fallen in love with the goat, Miss Goat. R.I.P. to Miss Goat. Miss Goat passed away. <sighs> Don't tell me that. I'm natural. I'm sorry. I'm so sad. Uh, I was so attached to this goat. Let's say that. I guess. Um, <laughs> I love Chanel Ayan trying to master calling people uh, n- plus size, not super size, because super size is food, not human. <laughs> Freaking cat with her. <laughs> she was like so earnest about it. She's so serious. She reminded me of Finding Nemo when Bruce the shark, he's like, fish are friends, not food. <laughs> Not food. <laughs> um, so like that's all that really happens in chapter two. And then I did see the episodes that you were talking about when they're talking about this baby. I think it's the next Girl. episode. And I was just like, what is he yeah, thinking? Episode three. But what is she thinking? How are you marrying this guy? She legit says if there's no baby, he's going to leave. So why marry him? You know you can't have a baby anymore. I mean, she can. She can't carry. It seems like she has difficulty with the carrying part. But my thing is, you know, me resitting now, rewatching everything, it's like I really hate Sergio. And I know hate's a strong <laughs> word, but nothing about him is appealing to me. And we're basically almost, we're basically the same age, okay? Um, and there's nothing appealing about it, nothing appealing about him to me at all. And I don't know what appealed her to him besides her, besides him being on her heels every fucking time. Everywhere she go, he gotta be there. Okay? She can't take a shit and him not be there to wipe her ass. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's what, you know, she missed from her last relationship where her husband wasn't as active in her life as much, but it's sickening and I'm over it. I don't want to see Sergio next season. I don't want to see him. I don't even want to hear his voice. Just the way he talks, he sounds like he just came out of a cave. Like when he, when they went to go look at their house being built and he's like, I did research, you know, if we do a surrogate, the baby's not going to come out looking like us. And I'm like, you sound fucking stupid. You sound stupid. I don't know where your opinion where, Did you guys... What happened? I don't know. He's just yeah. very educated to me. Yeah, I agree with you. I saw this episode and I completely understood what you meant. And I was just like, why is she marrying him? Does she like actually love him? Um, this is a lot of work to go through. Yeah, I don't. I see that as a headache. Even at my Sergio would not be with me because if I have to like babysit you and consistently like 
tell you how things work, that would annoy the fuck out of me. You know, because I'm the type of person, I need you to know what's going on. And I shouldn't have to explain it, not even the first time, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> so fucking annoying. That's, that's just me. I watch and her, I like, like, bewilderment. Have... <laughs> yeah, it's like she has to continuously dumb things down for him to get it. And even still, I don't know if he thinks it's cute, like, being on this type of brain development. But it's not attractive, to me and I feel like it's not attractive to Caroline either because sometimes she looks annoyed you know with why how marry him oh but she says yeah. right I didn't want to get married um, yeah you didn't want to get she didn't want to get <laughs> oh my married. god that whole dinner his faces her faces I was like oh my god <laughs> okay we'll get to that um <laughs> I was just like oh shit she is really cold talk about ice queen I mean, she's really cold. Uh, I I just, again, most of my notes are about Chanel Ayan. Like, I love her walking into this restaurant. I've never seen a pot look so elegant on someone's fucking head in my life. Like, it's just, you know, she's this supermodel or international model, you know, and it's just everything she does is so real that I, like, just love her. Like, her pettiness is on a very real level. <laughs> It is. Um, I, I love her answers too. That every time I've noticed, every time they ask her what she's doing, she's like, "I don't know. I am doing laundry. I don't know." <laughs> like that <laughs> is some real shit, you know. She's, you know, I just I fucking love her. Um, okay, so then we get to this. Uh, I think it's oh, one side note. What's up with these fucking license plates? What was it? Thirty three million. Yes. So what is that about? the lower lower is status so the lower your number is on your status play like let's say you have number one the more cost so you paying for these plates is you paying for your status so it's not enough that you're driving a rolls royce okay you have to have a million a million american dollar license plate exactly that's just and it's like uh, the wealth i don't know as seems like you're just throwing money in a fire if you ask me but in regards um i want to go back to the brunch or the lunch that ayan lisa and brooks had um brooks admitted Mm -hmm. to adding in Mm -hmm. that she told chanel that stanberry only invited people important to her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she she admitted to that and lisa was like okay that's great but it's Stanberry who needs to apologize mm-hmm. to Chanel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can you know if you watched, but watching Lisa's body, um, with her the way her body was and the way her face was every time Brooks was talking. <laughs> this is not the bullshit, okay? Yeah, she is clearly Team Chanel Ayan, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stanberry hates that. Stanberry hates that because she believes that, you know, well, that um that Chanel Ayan leaves his puppet, which I don't agree. Me neither. I don't you see know? that. I don't see that they co-depend on each other. They support each other. But they're not dependent on each other in regards to what comes to their individual battles with the rest of the group. 
Yeah, I don't see that either. Um, I'm confused by that. I feel like Stanberry, I mean, yeah, Stanberry is backpedaling a lot. And we see it more at that at that party, the masquerade. But in this oh, scene yeah. where, yeah, I was very confused. And in this scene, and Brooks did say that the night on the rooftop of the dinner, she said, I said that. But here she takes, I think, more accountability. And I do appreciate that Lisa is very much like a let it be known. Um, we are not uh, apologizing to her. And 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 she's even saying, like, if you have time, maybe you'll talk to her. And I I love that. Um, I'm not sure if it's this episode, but I did want to ask you and like, I don't know if you moved because you're in the Matrix again, but um, I want to make sure we hear you when you answer this part. Uh, I thought it was interesting that Lisa and I get it right because she's not a fan of Brooks right now at this moment. But she said, you know, Brooks is something different all the time, you know. Oh, because yes. that clip where Brooks says like her grandmother, her maternal grandmother mm. is 100 percent Jamaican. And then she says now she's Jamaican and then she's Afro Latina and then she's um, something else. And now next week. She'll, and I think she says mariachi. So I guess she meant like Mexican. But um, I mean, I'm not like I'm not like a fan fan of Brooks, but I feel like it's still true. She is Caribbean. I mean, there's a lot of layers to being Afro Latina and she can claim all of those. Am I wrong? <laughs> what do you think? I mean, she can, but it's like because you because a lot you know, of Afro Latinas I- claim African American as Black American because that's part of the culture and also Latin and also Caribbean. No, like. It's different or explain it, bring I mean, it, bring it well, down. What do you think? I feel like it's different when you go one day I'm African. I mean, one day I'm Jamaican and then the next day I'm this and then the next day I'm that. Like, no, introduce yourself. <laughs> this is what I am and this is what it is. You know, if you go around different days telling, you know, the same people that you're different things, it can be, you know, a little confusing. You know, when I always state myself, I do consider myself Afro-Latina because mm-hmm. my family comes from Honduras. And, you know, especially the part of the culture of where I'm from, we are Garifunas. And majority of them, they have dark chocolate skin. You know, I don't, I claim that because that's all I know. You know, if my parent, if my grandparents were were mixed with something else, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm half Latina, half Afro Latina, and half this. I do consider Afro Latina part of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I don't see it as anything else because we also do have Caribbean certain Caribbean things. You know, mm-hmm. when you really peel back everything. Mm-hmm. The Caribbeans do have similarities to people who are Latino, mm-hmm. you know, it may Agreed. not be the yeah. exact same, but when you peel back the layers where Latinos and Caribbeans, they're equal. Yeah, it's like a Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in regards to certain things that they do, certain traditions and stuff like Even that. Even just like food, like I had never tasted... Um... I forgot what the actual name is, but the brand is uh, Queso Café Tropical um, till I was in Puerto Rico. But then a lot of my Caribbean friends and many are Afro-Latina also were like, oh, yeah, that's common. I never knew that. So, like, there are a ton of similarities, music, food, culture, clothing, um, 
that I won't ever know, even though I'm part of the Latina fabric, because I'm not in the Caribbean. So yeah, I totally think it's, it's, it, we're like the same that way as far yeah. as, like, yeah. And also we name things differently. Like you could say, you could say one thing and I'm like, oh, I know it this way, mm -hmm. you know, it, but it's, it's all at the end of the day, it's all the same thing, Yeah, you know, and with Brooks, I, I don't. I don't even know where to go with her because so you agree, but with Brooks, <laughs> we don't. We're not sure. <laughs> we're not sure because oh, we we didn't get there yet. But it's like even when it's the next know, episode. That's why I stopped because I know her mom's coming, and I know you had a lot to say on that. So I was like, let me give you that whole because that's six, seven, and eight. Yeah, there's a lot okay. going on in that one. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't give me anything. You know how Sarah. And Nina, they talk about, or even with um, Chanel Ayan, they talk about things from their culture mm -hmm, all the time. and stuff like that. You know, they always bring it back to their roots. Caroline Brooks doesn't give me anything. And, you know, I spoke about this with my mom after we had our first podcast. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, Brooks doesn't give us anything to relate to in regards to her Latina side, her Afro-Latina side or her Jamaican side or anything. She doesn't give us anything to relate to outside of, you know, her son being bullied and, um, okay, so we're not going to get into the ex-husband yet because that's further down the line. But she doesn't give us anything. So it's it's different if she was giving us a little bit of culture, just a little mm -hmm. bit, just a teeny bit, but she's not even doing that. So it's kind of hard to relate to her. It's kind of hard to side with her when she's like, oh, I'm this and I'm that. And it's like, okay, girl, but where? Wait, are you going to talk about it? Are you, you know, you're going to bring something out? Like, what is it? Because everyone else who 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 is from other countries, who are from other cultures, they talk about it, they display it. It's something like Chanel in her, in her, in her ionisms, you know, she brings it to life. What is Brooks doing? Because one minute she's, Leah and um, then the next minute she goes and she tested Barry. Every was said, yes. and then she's back. It's too much flopping for me. And it's like you know they said Nina's the problem, you know crap about Stanberry. But then hey, it's like pick a lane. We're not saying be enemies, but pick a lane and stay there. Be neutral. I mean you can't always be Switzerland, but Pick a lane. It's like every other episode, you're you're, you're doing too much flip flopping. Well, so, she's well. So far up until now, I mean, it it's clear she's on not Chanel Ayan's side. You know, like no. the way Lisa is. Um, I'm so tired of Nina always asking for French fries everywhere. It's annoying. Stop it, <laughs> girl. When she was at the fashion show and she was fucking yes. demanding French fries, I wanted to take off my chest and smack it. Because, yes, girl. If you have French fries, bring your own fucking French, okay? Or yeah. make a pit stop before you and have your French fries. Yes, and I don't know if it's a, a delicacy. No, I agree with you. It's so fucking annoying. Um, and I don't know if it's a delicacy, but it seems like it's very hard for them to like get them and she's always fucking ordering them and it's just the most no, annoying no, shit. No, it's not hard. It's not hard for her to get because her and Stanley got hotel, they brought her fucking french fries. Yeah, I saw that big bowl. Okay. Yeah. You're at a show. 
you're at a fashion show where the menu is already pre-made. You understand what I mean? The menu is already set. And now you coming in here asking for shit not on the menu. So, it's so annoying. And she's like, oh my God, it's taking forever. It's taking forever. And all I just wanted French fries. And as soon as she gets the French fries, it's too much to ask for ketchup. Oh my Girl, God. I wanted to hell? fucking slap her. <laughs> yeah. I was so fucking annoyed with so her. Bad. And the people who are vegan, I feel like if you have a specific diet, eat before you get there. Yeah. I wanted to slap her. I'm so sick of her and these fucking fries every fucking episode. So, solo sirve para joder. <laughs> solo, solo sirve para joder. Absolutely. Like, yes. oh my God, I couldn't <laughs> with her. And then when she asked for that sauce, like, I'm glad the editors left all that shit in there. Those are the editors letting us know. Wink, wink. <laughs> okay. Um. What was I going to tell you? What did you think about this fashion show? That's how this episode ends. I actually really loved a I lot of these loved fashions. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Yeah, I loved it. All the fashions are fashions that I can see people wearing. Um, Absolutely. They look good to me, you know, whether it's for pregnant or was it pregnancy and mm-hmm. post-pregnancy. I love them all. I loved how Chanel was very interactive with everything in regards to helping Lisa with the fashion show. I loved that. And I feel like it showed another side of their friendship, Mm -hmm. you know? So I respected that so much. I love this whole show. I agree with you. I feel like it shows like Chanel Ayan is a girl's girl and she's going to have your back and she's going to be back there with you. Um, And it just uh it makes me root for her even that much more. She's she's such a real person. I hope that there's a lot of love for Chanelion because um I love her and I love this look that Lisa's wearing at this fashion show, the high pony with the the high shoulders. Mm-hmm. I mean, her fashion is great. And then her wanting to take those shoes off to give to the model, like I'm yes. so here for her. So happy for her win. What I didn't like is that Stanbury didn't show up talking about wedding planning but mm-hmm. she was at home doing nothing with Sergio and it made me hate the oh my god when they were at home it just it I wrote Stanberry at home don't really care for Sergio <laughs> wanted to support Lisa but stated didn't want to didn't want no drama I'm just like but the crazy thing is Chanel wasn't even sitting in the audience okay you could have sat there in fucking peace and we'll get into that at the end of this next episode because I have a question for you on that. But that's how episode four wraps, I believe, right? Um, episode okay, so, three. Okay, so then we get into... Is it then? Episode four. four. Okay, so I guess they, they do the meetup later in, in, in five. So now episode... Oh, this is where he's a fucking idiot. Um, and he's talking about mm-hmm. the baby. And I was just like, ugh, this guy. Um, it was really sad and fascinating watching the patriarchy happen right before our eyes that I, I recorded that whole scene. I'm going to post that where Lisa's with her sons and they're like, daddy can't come because daddy's busy doing important things in his office. Yes. And like, this just hurt my heart on so many levels. Like, 
she is doing so much. And it, it was just because it's very innocent. They're children. They don't know. But it's it starts that young. And they even start laughing. What does Mina Rose do? Like they're, like they're laughing at their mom almost. She's in an office, too. But because she's mommy, she's not doing important stuff. And then I love that she comes back with the eight figures. Um, but it was I mean, that was that was the patriarchy happening before our very eyes. <laughs> you know, she and she's outnumbered, you know, she's outnumbered. It's four against it's four against one. It did bother me a bit and it bothered me more like, you know, she is trying to have a conversation with him about mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. But yet his other businesses are ringing phone and he's in the phone and she's like, All right, well, you know what? How about I just do it my way and we'll go from there? He's like, Nope. Because if it's not up to my standards, I ain't gonna write off nothing. Woo. So mm-hmm. I was, I was pissed. Just like, Ciao. I wrote a note, fire him. <laughs> yes, because Rich is the CFO of Mina Rowe. <laughs> she made him. I love how she said that. I made him the CFO. Like she appointed him. Um I thought that was very empowering of her to also say that. She said, I appointed him CFO because he does this for his career. But in my mind, like yep, watching he's that the number, scene, yeah. yeah, he's a numbers guy. But, um, that shit pissed me off. And I was like, fire him because if no one loves your business the way you do, then you need to hire someone that you will pay to love your business. He can't be like leaving your business at the bottom. I'm at the beginning of like my own entrepreneur journey and, I'll be damned if some fucking guy's going to be like, um, whatever I say, get the fuck out of here. No, you didn't even believe in me. Yeah, you know? Right. That's that's very true because he didn't believe in the business at first anyway. So she showed the profit. Okay. And then at the end, he's like, I believe in you. Go ahead. Take your money, darling. And I'm like, um, yeah, asshole, because the cameras are rolling. But there was really <laughs> no need for you to pull that stunt. And I love that she called him out on it. Like, you are being so patronizing right now. He absolutely was. Yes. Uh, that that whole scene made me very upset <laughs> watching that whole thing. Um, speaking of businesses, um, Brooks was looking at developments for her salon and spa. <laughs> um, she's specifically nervous women of color. Um, the second location that I believe she chose is um location number two, which was which is twenty five thousand nine hundred dollars a month. Oh, and this shit. is yes, and it's only two thousand square feet. And this is the business that her ex husband, who we meet later later down the line, he's doing the construction. And her ex-boyfriend is also an investor. Oh, wow. Girl, I need to see, I need to see when this spa's done. I need to see what it looks like. Because still to this day, Ooh, no. we don't even have a glimpse of what is it looks like. Is this a like Chateau Charest situation? <laughs> Girl. But um, Brooke says that she became a self-made millionaire yeah from real estate in dubai after her um after her divorce i know i was Mm. like i want to know all these secrets and then even nina's husband says that he actually built the like the big bulk of his wealth when he got into crypto and bitcoin i'm like damn it maldita pobreza i don't know i don't know bitcoin or crypto (laughs) girl the the whole um digital money market is got me bamboozled because i'm just like what (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. What? I was like, damn it. Oh, la pobreza is always going to win. Damn it. I and I'm learn all numbers that. persons. It's like as soon as you start talking numbers, if it's not, if we're not cashing out, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck <laughs> <is>. <laughs> So any Latinas in tech listening and y'all are about this NFT. Help us. Help us out. <laughs> don't let maldita pobreza take over us, guys. We need to help Okay. <laughs> um, I did love in this episode, I love, love, love Chanel Ayan telling us the story mm-hmm. of her and her husband Have and her cousin. That she loves, but not like this in a bodily fluid. I mean, she's just everything that I think. I'm going to use that on dates now. I do not want to exchange bodily fluid with you. (laughs) (laughs) I love this whole story. And if anybody watches Rutherford Falls, um, it's also on Peacock. And it's a native show written by a native woman, native actors, native writers. Great show. And they deal with so much of like... um, modern day topics like land back movement moving statues but the the whole first season is we're trying to figure out why the main character is kind of shunned from the community or people don't really like her there's anger there well we find out towards the end um exactly what chanel Leon went through she says that she walked away from her marriage and and the aunties and everybody had already made the food, put out the regalia, made like like the the amount that the community had put in for her to walk away left them upset with her. So it it was really cool to see um, a real life uh, situation mm-hmm. of that, you know, and Chanel Ayan talks about how everyone in the village had already come together for this this marriage. And uh, she found yep, the love. rice was already made. The rice was made. And I love that they're kind of, I mean, I know it's going to sound bad, but like, I don't know about other Latin uh, groups, but I know like in Mexican groups, we often joke about how people will go visit like the family in the motherland, like in Mexico, and then wind up dating their cousin or marrying their cousin or something like that. <laughs> Um, is this familiar to you also with this whole cousin? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. In Honduras specifically, you have to ask questions because you don't know who's related to who, okay? And we need no problems. <laughs> Trust me. So it's better to date. That's why I don't even bother dating Hondurans because I don't got time. <laughs> I don't have so, no time. I mean, it really like although we we um don't have uh Latina representation, there's just so much about Chanel Ayan that uh I gravitate to, like stuff like that. She's she's having this very real conversation and um I laughed, you know, because yeah, like <laughs> you always gotta be careful with the primos out there. <laughs> yeah, because you never know. And in her case, I mean, it was kind of an arranged marriage, right? But I love that yes. she said, do not worry. He was very cute. There's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just can't with her. And- but at the same time, it made me like, it make me like Ayan more because she stuck to her guns and yep. she went her own path. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and she being regardless of the backlash she received from her village from her family she stuck to her guns and for love so beautiful and they've been together 
23 years and they they genuinely radiate love i hope i hope i hope they follow in the footsteps of karen and um i know uh, what's his ray? name ray karen and ray who they just celebrated some photos did you see them on social media yeah they're they so cute honeymoon. <laughs> yeah i was like oh my god i love them um i hope they follow in their foot footsteps and they're not cursed by the housewives curse because like i would be gutted if these two break up they are so sweet so in love and then i love that he actually paid the dowry um mm -hmm. it sounded way worse when she said it like he actually bought me but i was like <laughs> like a dowry uh which was a thousand dollars i think she said right yes i mean i mean but she says in today's with the goats and everything it'd be like twenty thousand. <laughs> with inflation i just love her so much i love their story they're so cute so relatable even though as on top as she is as mm -hmm. over the top as she is she gives you relatable Absolutely. you know it's not to me personally i feel like it's not that she should put on it feels like this is who she is because even when she's with her son her son's like this is nothing to him this is everyday mom this is everyday chanel yeah. ayan yeah yeah so sweet and that's why i say like although we're bummed that we're not getting that like latina representation from brooks but do you think maybe and i had this thought after our last talk do you think it's maybe like that kind of latina or afro latina where you're like let me not be latina let me be just like everybody else do you think there's that no. or no no <laughs> you're like no <laughs> no because even in real life i don't try to suppress the fact of who I am and where I come from. Oh, I see. I, why, why, do I need to, why do I need to suppress that to make you feel comfortable? Yeah. Or maybe she to feel comfortable showing that side of her, you know, which I feel like, why would you not be comfortable? Because it's who it, that's what made you who right. you are. You should be proud. You know, so yeah. me personally, I'm not going to suppress where I came from. I'm not going to suppress who I am. I'm not going to suppress um my language even though you know my spanish is not perfect and the reason why i say that is because being younger and growing up and going to school and not fitting in with the traditional latinas mm -hmm. and not fitting in with the traditional black kids i always felt like i had to suppress you know i can't i couldn't be in one group i couldn't be in the other group i was really by myself you know, so as I got older, I'm like, I ain't suppressing shit. You know, this is who I am. Right. This is where I came from. And this is what it is. Like it or not. Because mm -hmm. this is what this what made me, you know. So that's just me. A hundred percent. I agree with you. It was just like a thought I had. Like, maybe it's that whole thing. Um, Because I feel like I'm very loud and proud and I'm very unapologetically orgullosa mexicana. But... I mean, there might be other ones that are like, ah, she's too much, you know, and maybe that's it. But I feel the same way you do. Like, if it's not us to champion and speak up, like, there's little, there's little bebitas watching us, you know, and we yeah, gotta represent. You know? mm -hmm. And I agree with that, too, you know, so maybe she doesn't feel comfortable. Maybe she doesn't feel like she's in a safe place to do so. Maybe she feels like she's not in the right crowd. But I just feel like her suppressing that, it makes it doesn't make her look good. 
Right. I you agree. Because I'm never going to suppress myself to make you feel good about yourself. You can get the fuck out of my face, to be honest. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> 100%. I agree with you. <laughs> but to um, me. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm one of those two. Um, I mean, the next part is kind of boring. I'm, you know, with Sarah and Nina, it's just kind of like them kissing Stanbury's ass. So I'm just kind of like, oh, yes. I don't like yes. it. Yes. Um, yeah, Stanberry and Sarah sat down, and I guess Sarah Berry was like she froze her eggs, and also in Dubai that there was at the, at a period that there was a time in Dubai oh, yeah. where there was a law mm-hmm. you cannot live nor have children with someone you're not married to. That was fascinating. So and that so barely changed. It, yeah, it, yeah, it barely did change, and also like, um, Dubai. I don't want to. It's yeah, I don't even know what the proper word it's is. It's different from it's not, what we know. <laughs> yes, because I was gonna say third world. It's not giving third world. It's just it's giving no, third world in regards. Luxe. Yes, their lux, but their laws and their rules is giving like I mean they're very prison vibes. <laughs> yeah, very conservative prison vibes. You know. Like, you can't do certain things unless you have these things in order. You know, they could be luxe and rich all they want, but at the same time, they're, it's still like they're adapting to modern world, if that makes well, sense. Well, they said that, right? She says that they're, ca- like, Stanberry, the big advocate, um, she says, you know, they're catching up very, very fast, very progressive. And I think they're zoning off centers, which is why I think it's really, from an aesthetic point of view, I love that they always make that doorway like a focal point when they're doing the transition shots because I think it is very important. Like, like she said at the very beginning, you look to to one side and that's like old Dubai, very conservative, and you look to the other side and it's like high end, looks progressive, the future. It's a very interesting like paradox to to view through, um, and I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's difficult because we're Western women and we're used to um as fucked up as the shit is on on this side like we're we are very much used to like being loud like the fact that we can even have these conversations right so I always watch it very intrigued and and like when she says stuff like that like that they weren't even allowed to live together up until a year ago and I'm just like that's crazy over here we're a bunch of heathens like everybody can live (laughs) wherever they want (laughs) you know baby oh yeah yeah Oh yeah, put the name don't you know do that guys. But um, I always do find those scenes very interesting, like about the egg freezing. Uh, again, I'm just looking at her like, really, girl, really? Like we're gonna we're gonna play this out, <laughs> girl. You're really um, gonna go with it? And okay. also, yeah, and also, um, somewhere down the line, she made someone posted a comment. Oh, like, oh, this is why you've been like moody because you're going through um you're harvesting your eggs and she like she liked it. She's like, Yeah, I was in the process and la 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 during the season. I'm just like, mm, again, this yeah. is like an excuse. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, girl, because you know what? If you the it's like the more now that you have me watching, rewatching this, mm-hmm. it's like the more I see how how her ignorance is towards Lisa and towards Chanel. Like how she does the my the microaggressions toward them. She doesn't do it to Brooks. 
but he does it to Chanel and she does it to um Lisa. And I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. I mean, that's how this episode ends. This is the big masquerade ball. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was weird to watch, honestly, Stanberry backpedal like that. I'm like, girl, they cut it on camera. Like, you yes. said all this shit, you know? And I thought Sergio was being very genuine. I thought him and Ayan yeah. were having a genuine moment. And I think it's like that for a lot of the guys that are probably with the women, right? Like, let's let's not let um you know that shit interfere let's have a good time um especially like the jersey men they they tend to want to let the women's stuff be their stuff for the most part for the most part um but i thought they were having a very genuine jersey men don't get involved yeah like they have their own thing and so i thought he was being very sweet i enjoyed that scene with him and ayan and in the meantime Lisa's calling her out like why didn't you go to my event and although I understand what she's saying like don't let your beef with her keep you from coming to my event I didn't like Lisa over saying over and over and over don't put us together don't let us together like mm, I mean who gives a fuck if Stanford well I, I I agree with that because it's like don't put us, don't group us as one, mm-hmm. you know, because at the end of the day, we're individual people. Um, We give you individual vibes, you know, we're not one human. So I understood her in that point as in don't group us just because she did something to you. That doesn't mean you need to miss out on what I'm doing. It's not a Chanel Ayan mm-hmm. event. It's right. a Lisa event. Right. Which I, I was with her to that point where she says, like, your issues with her are with her and not with me. Like, all of that is cool. And I understood all that. Um, but then, because <laughs> I'm I'm reading the subtext right now. She's like, you have to tell her she was wrong. No, she's not fucking wrong. What the fuck did Chanel Ayan do? I still don't understand why she has to apologize. And then Stanberry's like, I thought Lisa was was better than this. Um, I don't. I don't I swear I, I'm watching this and I'm like, I don't understand what Chanel Ion did. What grievance does she do to Stanberry? Like if anything, it's the I opposite. Think it has to do with the it has to do with the dinner and how she made her feel. So it goes back to the Yeah, it goes back to the dinner and when Chanel said her piece, that's what made Stanberry feel some type of way. But it's like, it it just, oh my God. And I want to bring up the girls' vacation so bad, but I'm going to (laughs) wait. I'm going to wait. Because it's it's like, it just, I just feel like Stanberry, she didn't give off her shit, but the moment somebody tries Mm -hmm. to correct her on it, it's a problem. Well, we see it That's here, right? As soon as she's called it. out on yeah. it, she says, I never said that. And we're like, yeah, we all just saw you do it. <laughs> she backpedals. And mm-hmm. it's like um, when Lisa was like, oh, my God, um, I think I left my phone in the bathroom. And Chanel's like, okay, I'll get it. Mm-hmm. And I guess she wanted to go to, like, to help, to help, just to help. Mm-hmm. And Stanberry, I think she was drunk. Okay, because she she turns and she's like, oh, you're turning into one of them. Mm-hmm. And Lisa and agree. And I agree with Lisa. What the fuck do you mean? What's the clarification? What do right. you mean turning into one of them? Mm-hmm. He's just trying to be helpful, which I don't see a problem with. But you're saying he's trying, you're turning into one of them. 
And Lisa's like, you know what, Sergio? That's fine. You can be one of us. And then Stanbury's like, well, I, I hope she's going to suck your I dick tonight. I hope she sucks your dick. I was like, damn, yeah, that like, escalated like, quickly. No. Girl, I'm like, what is the problem? How do women with children? Okay, this is not someone who is single. Okay, you're saying this to somebody who is married, mm-hmm. and there was no con- there was no additional text for you to even say that. Yeah, and like, didn't someone say late, later in the confessional in Dubai, it's illegal to even like cuss and yell in public or something like that? Yes, like, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I was just like, damn. So like, even in her just saying that, you are are taking chance, yeah, with the law of, of disrespect. Like, um, that whole scene, and then to watch her backpedal, I was like, ooh, girl, like I've lost mm-hmm. any kind of villain respect for you. A true villain would have been like, yeah, I said it. And what? You know? Yeah. Um, so that was sad. I was just like, oh, I hate. I and hate then she accuses Lisa of stirring the pot. Yeah. It ends with this whole thing and her constantly saying that, you know, Chanel Ayan's the puppet. And I'm like, if anything, this whole fight started because Chanel spoke her mind. She told you how she felt independently. And you had a problem with that. But now she's someone's puppet. She has no problem telling every single person what she thinks. We've seen her do it all season long. Like, I'm just, ugh, I don't understand. I'm glad that I wasn't a fan of Stanbury because I'm just like, I don't I don't understand her. And she's just giving Karen vibes, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm also a Stanbury. I personally feel like she cannot, she can't regroup from this season not for me as a fan for her i'm i'm all set like i said especially what her micro what her microaggressions towards chanel towards lisa and how she is it just it threw me off because i'm like this this isn't the stanberry i knew from ladies of london i don't know who this is i don't know if it has to do with sergio but girl you no longer for me <laughs> that's yeah. all i could say you no longer yeah. for me <laughs> Yeah, watching her backpedal, I was just like, man, you aren't even, like, a strong villain. Like, um, a Teresa would have been like, well, you should have never done that to provoke me to say that, should you? <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know, I need a good, strong villain. If you're gonna, if you're gonna walk the walk, you know, you, you gotta back it up. And so, like, I was just annoyed with her. Um, and this leads us to the last one on the binge. I was so sad. I was so ready for a Phaedra cameo. Dude, they gave her like five minutes. I just, Mm -hmm. that was sad. It wasn't enough. It Mm -hmm. wasn't enough. But now we know she's buying property. And um, I do love that (laughs) she was like, you know, but we're Black people. Like, what are you doing out here? (laughs) Like, that's what Phaedra does. And Brooks was like, we're a delicacy out here. They <laughs> yeah. love us. They love us, yeah. Uh, so I appreciate those very Phaedra moments. Um, I, I wanted to see more. I was kind of bummed out. They could have gave Phaedra two episodes. At least two episodes. Yeah, I needed more Phaedra. I mean, what was that? They hyped that up and like we got nothing but five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was bummed. I was really disappointed. What else do we have in this episode? Oh, she goes to visit Chanel Ayan, goes to visit Stanbury. 
Yes, and they have dinner. The steak wasn't cooked to my liking. <laughs> if you like the cow moving on your plate, that's between you and Jesus. Um, it was. It felt like a sincere moment, a sincere mm-hmm. scene between um Stanberry and Ayan, which <laughs> that's the last moment. They're ever gonna have that way. <laughs> Good to know. Okay. Oh yeah, because the wedding comes up, and you warned me about that. Yeah, the wedding comes up, and then they go on vacation. So that'll be the first and last oh, of that serenity that they had. I like her and so Chanel, much, though. Chanel, Chanel, yeah. yeah. So Chanel talks. Um, I guess once one of the Stanberry sons was at the table and um Chanel tells more about herself, how like oh, yeah. she has 30 siblings. <laughs> and Stanberry sons was like 30 siblings. What? <laughs> See, she's so open and she tells us. Yes. We we know that her and, dad um, used to beat her at this point. She has shared that mm-hmm. with us. Yep. Uh, very open um, book. So you know it was it was very nice to see them, you know coexisting in a peaceful moment of course Sergio there and he's like um because um Stanberry's like oh why don't you have another baby and she was like um oh my god Chanel's like no I don't want to put my vagina through that again and Sergio's mm-hmm. like your vagina and she's like you don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god I know in his face I'm he's like, like shocked as shit oh uh, yeah like, he's so annoying <laughs> very annoying like i don't i don't want to see not even a cameo of him next season <laughs> i just i don't want to see him he's just very very annoying just, i can't and then we have um we go visit is it nina's house i love their her family's house no it's not nina it's sarah yes. right is it sarah it's sarah yes yeah, sarah's sarah. dad's house i love the just looking at everything um Anytime we see like authentic things, I just love it. And then here's what's interesting. Yoni seems, I mean, now, I mean, they're called, I mean, not now they're called, but I see them called Yoni Steens. I've always known them like back in the day. I used to see senoras doing them called Anabajo. Did you guys have this also? Yes, but my Olita told me it was like post-birth. Yeah, like I've that. seen them used like differently, not like this. Yes. Yeah. I I was like, um, okay. You know, yeah, right? Me too. I was intrigued. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and but I don't think it's originally used for that. Um, I guess like child, I don't really know what Sarah was trying to do, but <laughs> I was just like, all right. That's what I said. I'm like, don't let her fire. Smell better or like the whole body. I I was yes. That's what it gives off. Okay, that's what it gives off. From what I remember her saying, um, and I did like how dad had like all her pictures, and Nina was like, you know, you guys are so lucky to have this because you know we lost everything and stuff like that. And I know that Sarah was trying to bring Nina closer to like the culture because you know mm-hmm. Nina's family is mm-hmm. not in is not where she is at that current moment. So you know I did appreciate that, just giving us a little bit of the culture. Yeah. I love that. Um and Maktoum, mm, he he be airing he be airing Sarah <laughs> out. I don't know if you noticed. 
but he be airing her out okay i love him yeah the kids are great even stanberry's daughter she, oh yeah uh, she's great yes. too. yeah yeah she doesn't like her either <laughs> no she does not yeah her son is the one that's like it's your third marriage <laughs> okay yeah he's cute oh. um i like him he's and like i can't wait to see him grow up and continue to give us the real she's made he's like a northwest oh, where it calls out kim like you don't even listen to her <laughs> mm-hmm. i love to see it it's gonna keep sarah on her toes i promise you <laughs> oh this next scene i fucking loved with chanel Ayan with pata sucia taking off her shoes yes in the oh. mall because <laughs> I was like, what? Girl, okay. <laughs> I lived for it. I I thought of the Miami girls that are always talking about Pata Sucia and just like any of us that have done that. I was just like, yes, they hurt. And so she took them off. <laughs> I love her so much. Real down to earth. She's the down to she she's like it's, I don't want to say she's like a shock of reality, but she's uh, you know, stay true to yourself and do what works for you. Very much so. She's the most real, authentic, and just happens to be an international model. <laughs> um. So Lisa and Chanel sit down, and I guess they're having like lunch or brunch, and they're going over, um. Chanel going to Stanberry's house and then that's when Lisa tells Chanel what Stanberry said oh yeah mm-hmm. and the shock <laughs> she's like no way <laughs> no way she was like where was I mm-hmm. where was it that this was happening she's so cute <laughs> she's so adorable I cannot and then she's like, um, I'll just keep her as a, what does she call her, a consequence? And then she's like, no, I think you mean acquaintance. Oh, like, yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> keep her as an acquaintance. She's so cute. With her feathers and her sequins. <laughs> like, I just can't with her. Her motorcycle helmet haircut. Her, was it? <laughs> her Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I'm here for it. And then um, Brooks, Phaedra, Brooks's cousin Lisa and awkward ass yes and um set up because Brooks didn't tell Lisa or Stanberry that they were both coming I mean I would do the same too you know you're trying to get them together (laughs) on a higher note but it failed because Stanberry came on her own high horse yeah, you know, um, she came in her own attire mm-hmm. and she chose not to change the clothes provided. Well, I've skied here and here, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to change my own for the ski. And, yeah, ski device. Okay, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not skiing either. So I'm like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? If you're not going to participate, why are you here? And then she's like, well, it's not me because I wouldn't care where that pole ended up. I'm just like, go the fuck home. You're yeah, giving Debbie no Downer point. vibes. Go yeah. home. I just I just came to meet Phaedra and that's it. 
<laughs> okay, girl. Yeah. You can go. This whole scene, I was just like, <laughs> wow. Like, over it. Yep. Mm hmm. Because th- there was just, it was like a dead scene, but I guess editors were like, well, we got to let people know what happened. But yeah, she, she didn't come here to play nice or be a part of the team. And so it's like, well, what are we doing then? And I think Lisa actually did have her best foot forward. I think she was at least open to it until um she hit until stanbury had fucking stank face about not putting on what we're all wearing it was so funny Paige was just like oh I, she wasn't right. yeah <laughs> um so now we get to this big dinner i love what chanel yeah, was wearing um chanel told her husband i don't like what you're wearing i know that you picked it up <laughs> I love that part. That's real love. That that would be me in real life. Like, I don't like what you're wearing, but I'm glad that you're here. (laughs) And you look good. I like how you look. She's so cute. They're so in love. I love how she loves her son. Um, I just I love this whole scene. That was beautiful. Um, when they both came in the same color. Did they? Yes. I mean, yes, Stanberry looks they so both. boring. <laughs> yes, she did. Didn't she? Oh, now I see it. Yeah, they're both in like this orange. But Lisa looked gorgeous. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. It was very beautiful. I love the outfit. I love the sleeves. I love everything about Lisa's outfit. Yes, gorgeous. I loved mm-hmm. it. I thought it was... um like really good on theme without being like I thought the women in general like even Chanel Ayan's outfit I thought it it gave Asian inspiration and flair without being like oh what is that you know um I thought they both right. were stunning and I loved it both of them were my best dress I did think this whole dinner scene was awkward as fuck though between her and Sergio and what did you think about that about her wanting to meet the parents or not she didn't want to be she didn't want to be a part of it she was just like no and I feel like she feels that way because she already went through it once Mm -hmm. you know and this is also the first time that Sergio's parents and Caroline's parents are meeting each other and I get it she doesn't want to be a part of it like why why do I need to be a part of it I mean this is your first wedding it's not mine and then she goes on to say well I didn't even want this wedding yes <laughs> like his whole face is this whole episode I was just like <gasps> he's dropped. gonna cry his yeah <laughs> yeah and he was like wait what I mean this was so awkward and then she's like why am I going to sit there with old people they're gonna fall asleep and he's like nobody is going to fall asleep (laughs) like she's just rude as fuck too but um I mean I guess but it's the first time you're marrying him you may have been married before but I mean he's a whole brand new person like if I was getting married for the first time and this is my husband's second wedding Motherfucker, you better show up and act excited like if I'm the first one because now I'm robbed. So I kind of felt for him in that. She didn't want to do nothing. She didn't want to be nowhere. She didn't want to wear nothing. I'm amazed she went through with his wedding. Well, I mean, I guess. Yeah, because you know what? The more you see them, the more like, okay, so if you didn't want it, why are you agreeing to it? Why are you guys getting mad? 
you know, if this is not what you want, then why are you here? Why did you agree? Mm-hmm. Like, make it make sense. So, you know, I didn't feel, I didn't feel bad for Sergio. <laughs> I didn't. You know why? Because when he met her, he knew what the fuck it was, okay? That's what I mm-hmm. say about it. He knew, he knew what it was. But he was like, you know what? I'm going to take a chance and I'm going to try to change this old British lady and we're going to see how it <laughs> And she said no to dinner too. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> Why would I want to sit with our parents when I have people flying in from the States and from all over the place? She makes she does say that she makes a very good case as to why you should not send children to boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> she just is like, nope, nope, and nope. I did feel a little bad for him. And just like his faces this whole time, because she is so cutthroat with her wording. She's just like, no, and I didn't want to get married. And then that was sad. <laughs> Especially when you see Chanel and her husband are so in love and they're like baby I love you and I'd pick you again and all this like they're so cute and then these two she's like no I don't even want to get married um so that was fun <laughs> I didn't feel bad for him and I, I don't feel bad for him because it's like you knew you knew you knew what you were getting into okay and if she was already feeling like that before it just really seemed like you just pushed it to get married so but why? So you guys specifically can live in Dubai. You guys can live somewhere Probably. else. Mm-hmm. It just tells me like what underlying things are you guys doing in the sense of you had to make this happen. And I feel like Chanel Ayan calls it. She said she gave them two anus. <laughs> two, which we know she meant años, but um, but I say anus yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if they make it to five years, I'll be shocked. But I give them under two years because it's. I don't know if I don't know. Especially they're going through with a whole kid. Hmm. She doesn't want that baby. She even said, "I'm gonna give it to him. He's gonna raise it." Yeah, and Shania was like, "Dang, you don't need to be having a baby." Right. She really doesn't. Um. And so that's what wraps up. That was it for the big Phaedra episode, guys. Um. And then I started watching the next one, but then I saw that one had way more like meat on it as far as Brooks and her mom. And then we get to see the pre-wedding, the wedding, the wedding dresses that were worn <laughs> and, and post. So I thought that'd be good to wrap that all up together and then girls trip and then we'll be back on track. Um, so it's kind of nice that the, the way they edit it, they, they kind of fit in two, three episode schemes so that we can recap them in blocks um but so far like now that i'm this far into it um i like them i feel like they don't even feel like season oneers um this feels like season two uh i think the show needs chanel Ion. if if um we have a shake-up i understand that what you were saying before i do think that nina and sarah are a little bit flat I don't really miss them as much. I'm most excited when I see their their culture, their parents. Um, <laughs> but like them individually, aside from the French fries, like, I mean, there's not much. And I agree with you now. Caroline Brooks, tampoco. Like, bah, you know. Um, They're not, not bringing nothing. Yeah. They're we, not bringing substance. Right. 
And Caroline, Bro- I mean, Caroline Stanberry tampoco, like, I mean, sure, there's drama, whatever, but there's nothing, like, Teresa, I may, you know, see her, her fighting, whatever, but then she also has individual storylines with her and the daughters and, like, the house and the sales and, like, meeting Louis, like, a lot goes on individually that we can plug into. Um, with this one, not so much. So for me, definite standouts are um, Lisa and Chanel Ayon. I'm going to say they're my favorites right now. They're my favorites to the end because they, <laughs> they they bring something. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> the rest of them are just fillers. Yeah, there's like really nothing nothing for us to plug into. So I'm excited to see, um, you know, what we have coming up, the husbands, the husbands all seem really cool. I like most of them. I don't but think Sergio. Oh yeah. Sergio. But even him, I, I have a soft spot for him. I feel bad for him. I mean, he is an idiot, but after this dinner, I do feel bad. Um, but like you're saying, he knew what he was getting, but he definitely gives puppy dog vibes. And I don't understand. I think you're right. I think they might have just been doing this, to get around the laws maybe probably also because of her freezing her eggs right um like you can't do it without the marriage probably it seems like they would do that yeah that's what they were saying like you couldn't she could have freezing her eggs if they weren't married so, so yeah that I, makes sense yeah, she, yeah mm-hmm. that's what she was saying like they couldn't pair the sperm and the egg together like make the embryo yeah make the embryo because they weren't married you know that's funny because that's the whole lawsuit that Sofia Vergara was in with her ex-husband they made embryos together and I think they had two girls and on literally on ice and when they divorced she wanted them destroyed and he wanted sole custody and she's like you cannot have my DNA like, you can't just take that and, like, make it yours and keep it. And they went into, like, a 10-year legal battle over these embryos. Oh, 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think the courts finally ruled in her side. It was a really interesting thing because then you had all these, you know, pro-lifers jump in. Um, Be honest, I would have let him have it, but at a price. Oh, I don't know that I could. I would if if you know you're not doing anything with these embryos I would give it to you for a price if you want them that bad pay for them because their whole thing was she said you know we created these together with the context that we were together now that we're not together then that dissolves this whole thing we were gonna do um, they were having custody fight over frozen pre-embryos. It was insane. No, um, I would I would give it I would give it to them. I would give it to them for a price. Not a cheap price. Because you want to know why? Whatever number I would have chose, most likely they wouldn't have paid for it. Okay, well that's true. That's a good point. Um they finally settled in 2021. Um the courts ruled in her favor that he did not have the right to use them without her consent. A judge ruled citing the that what? I said I love that for her. Ten years though. Isn't that nuts? That whole fight. 
Um, but anyways, yeah. Sounds like so. as long as um Bethany Frankel's divorce were her Oh accent. shit, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, guys, we are getting into the wedding and then the girls' trip, and then we will be on track with current time. So bear with us. But if you're like me, you listen to podcasts on the weekend anyways. So this will be great for um this coming weekend. And until then, keep an eye out on Instagram stories and we will catch you on the next Latinas Watching Bravo. Bye. Adios. Bye.